0: Da, 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 da. Now, this is a story all about how my life got flipped turned upside down. And I'd like to take a minute, just sit right there. I'll tell you how I became the prince of a town called the Nine Hills. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Could you chose Brandshire, maybe? The Nine Hills. The
2: Nine Hills. <laughs> wow. Wow. That
1: was special. Alrighty. That's it. Hey, this is a podcast where we play Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> with each other. <laughs>
3: Hello. Hey. Welcome. To Make Believe Heroes, an actual play 5th edition Dungeons and Dragons adventure for all ages, I am your Dungeon Master. My name is Paul, and tonight, I'm joined by my four pals. Hey guys, this is Jeremy, and I play Saul.
0: I'm
4: Jeffrey, and I play Servants Off The Wall. I am Alan, and I play Char, who is also a fish in Animal Crossing.
2: I'm Felicia, and I play Misk.
4: That's true. I caught a char once. I saw that, and you posted it on the Twitter. I did. Somebody liked that yesterday, and that reminded me. Like it was like Shane, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, it was him. Shanshan. It was Joe. Uh, we are ready. We are ready
3: to get back <laughs> into some Dungeons and Dragons. But first, a couple things we need to take care of. First of all, I do want to just mention... We're very thankful to Battle Bards for allowing us to use all their sound effects. Oh yes, spicy! Their effects are so spicy. Spicy! It's good stuff. We love it, and um, we're, we're just we're just thankful for them for letting us use all their cool
4: sound effects. All that spice. Mm.
0: You want to add some heat. <gasps> your D&D
3: campaign.
4: Increase your metabolism. Just get some of that Battle Bards. But only about 8% for a limited time. You know who else
3: we're thankful for?
4: Our listeners. Yeah. We're
3: also very thankful when our listeners go out of their way to leave us a five-star review. Just like this fan whose review Jeremy is about to read.
1: Yes, I have a five-star review from Misty 801 exclamation point. That's So you say it like, Misty 801 also, I don't think so. Anywhere. This contains spoilers. Spoilers. Started listening a couple months ago and binged my way to the middle of season three. Excellent DM. Cool story. Allows the players to freestyle, but also brings them back into line to move the story forward. Players are into their characters. Understand role playing, but don't take it too seriously. Lots of surprises and twists in the plot, and the Pokemon pre show sounds are awesome. PS, here's a spoiler. Sorry, I wanted Lord dead. Now I feel bad.
5: Squirtle, <laughs> oh, well.
1: as
3: you should, Misty.
1: Bye bye
5: Charmander, Squirtle. Hey,
1: I'm not gonna lie. I wanted Lork dead too. True,
5: true.
0: Diglett, dig, Diglett.
5: Wising,
0: wising.
1: What <are> the odds?
4: <laughs> <laughs> Chop, <laughs> <laughs> always sounds like he's dying. <laughs> he is. That's why he's wheezing. Wow. <laughs> That was
3: insane. That was
2: perfect. Yeah,
3: very good. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Coffee. Um, All right, no more Pokemon noises. We also want to say thank you to our patrons. If you executor (laughs) (laughs) if you haven't gone to patreon.com to check out uh, patreon.com slash make believe heroes to find out what all we have to offer for our extra special cool fans who support us on there you should do so we have things like Monumi Unwrapped where we talk about cool stuff behind the scenes of Monumi we do a monthly Q&A we do uh, extra episodes you can become a patron just like one of our newest patrons big thanks to Charlie Pollen Charlie, thank you so much for supporting us. Uh, you are yeah. the best. Squirtle. <laughs> Hopefully you like Pokemon. You really are the best, though. Pika. Pokemon. We love it. Also, D&D. Speaking of which, let's roll this giant blue D20. Oh, no. Roll that bean footage. Sounds made up. Let's not.
2: Last time it was a 10. Oh, it's not good.
3: Seventeen.
2: Seventeen. What's a
3: seventeen? Mm. It's a 17. So... Let's talk about what happened last time on Make-Believe Heroes. The party dropped out of the sky onto the desert. Sand, sand everywhere. Uh, Sliding down a dune, they all found themselves deep into the quaking circle. It looks like Char overshot it a little bit when they were heading for the melting circle and instead actually got them where they wanted to be. Kind of, uh, except a little too far, far off in the distant sands of the deserts of the Quaking Circle. These heroes and devils and villains found themselves in dangerous terrain. As they began to make their way forward toward uh, where they believed the gate to be to the Quaking Circle, they found that they were not alone. They were quickly surrounded by the forsaken beasts that were roaming the deserts, trying to find an entrance into the kingdom of earth and stone. Just as it seemed they would be surrounded and devoured by these beasts, the sand beneath them began to churn and quake as a small army of enormous sandworms erupted forward, attacking the forsaken beasts. They were escorted by the riders of these worms down through the sand and into a great chasm inside the quaking circle. There, they finally came face to face with King of the Kingdom of Earth and Stone. King Terranjord himself. King seemed happy to place them back outside and leave them to their fates, but Saul managed to convince him to give them one chance to win his favor. If they could help to perhaps heal his wife, the queen, from her terrible wound that was given by one of these forsaken beasts, then he would hear their plea. And so here we are inside the quaking circle. You all are wandering the deep halls of the kingdom of earth and stone, following after one warrior of the king, his name, Vic Con Hai, or Vic for short. He is leading you through the halls toward what you assume to be the quarters or home of the queen of the quaking circle.
1: Saul has done very well to bite his tongue this whole way. Hmm. Is that so? He uh, nervously gets out a cigar and uh, lights it. Breeze deeply, Hmm. whispers to Misk, I took some tips from a friend of mine, Jelly. How's it going?
2: Hmm. You're doing pretty well.
1: Don't hesitate to stop me if I'm terrible. Destroying our chances. You are.
2: I've got your back, brother.
3: (laughs) You all are, like I said, traveling through these halls... You you seem to be moving through a labyrinth of passageways. You have not come in contact with any other living souls. Um, it seems that Vic is leading you all uh, down paths that are avoiding populated areas. David Bowie. It's Labyrinth.
1: Spockalack like Bowie.
3: Servants, as you're walking along, thinking, you feel as someone approaches you on your left. Spaghetti. Leaning down, he whispers, or he speaks in a a low tone.
5: It might be unwise to reveal to King Jord that I am with you all here. Um, yeah,
2: maybe. It
3: might be. Wait, wait. What did he say? He said it might be unwise to reveal to King Jord that he is with you all here.
2: Because remember, he like... Stayed in the back, and that's true. The only thing else, yeah, the only thing he
3: said was that he had pulled a cloak. Yeah, he pulled a cloak over his head. It's really the only thing he did in that last bit after y'all got there. He is still wearing his cloak that is mostly covering his face.
1: I wonder why he'd have a problem with it. What do you mean? Why would he have a problem with it? With the howler? I mean, did the howler do anything to the Quaking Circle? I doubt it.
2: Well, he did something <laughs> to the non-hills.
3: <laughs>
2: like um, they banded together to,
3: yeah. So to destroy. Him. I mean. Let's just roleplay play this out, Jeffrey, and we'll probably bring it bring it to light. Yeah, you just asked Jeffrey to role play. Good job.
2: Yep, you broke the game.
3: Hey, Jeffrey, say a prayer. <laughs> he prayed twice in episode thirty-seven.
0: Why do you Why do you think it it would be bad? I mean, we could just kill him if it came down to it.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that would be very wise either, Vance.
0: Yeah, we probably could use his help.
5: It's like, like I said. Thing. My Vengeance on the Hells will have to wait, but King Terranjord was part of the Alliance that brought about my death all those eons past. It has been a long time. Uh, Somehow I feel that he probably wouldn't recognize me. I don't exactly look the same even now. As I did last time we met. But, I believe he would certainly recognize my sword.
4: And my
0: axe. And my bow. Yeah, maybe... I mean, if it comes down to it... If he does figure it out... We can figure something out at that point. But until then, we'll just not say anything.
5: Yes, we need to secure his word that he will help us and that we can work together before I reveal my presence. Right. Me, meantime, I I believe that your sword should be safe to use if you need it. He certainly won't make a connection between whatever that is. Good. Have you chosen a name for it yet?
0: No, I forgot to.
5: Take your time.
0: That was
3: out of character, but (laughs) in character works, too. Okay, so you guys continue forward. I'm assuming Char's just just going. He's putt-putting. Putt-putting. Everyone's going forward. Like I said, it takes a while. I mean, you guys are pretty deep into the city, or or rather into the kingdom. It is a long ways. Uh, You stop a couple times for a short rest. Eventually, you come to... Like I said, it it wouldn't take nearly as long if you could take the better paths. But Vic is leading you all down secret paths, out of the way, keeping you from the main populated areas of the kingdom. Until, you know, you guys are sort of... You have like uh, permission, I guess, to be here. Eventually, you do come to a uh, small door uh, where Vic stops, he says... The Queen is inside here. She has been receiving the best healing attention that we can offer her. But as I said, her wounds have festered. They are corrupted with some black poison or...
5: uh, I don't know. I've never seen the like. Uh, I'm not confident that any of you will be able to help. But King Jord will certainly be here expecting us, so...
3: I don't don't think think there's there's any reason for all of you to
5: come inside. My question is, which of you believes that you might be able to help?
0: How many do you mean by which of you?
5: Any of you who
3: believes that you might possess uh, a specific or special talent for healing strange wounds infected by forsaken darkness.
4: Well, I can heal normal wounds. You might say I can cure wounds. Well, you are welcome to try.
3: I
1: specifically feel like myself or Servants could help.
3: I see.
4: I should probably rest first. My spell slots. You have no
3: obligation to come inside, Elemental. If the Prince Tsarsar believes that he somehow and this human might be able to help, then the two of them will suffice.
4: Okay.
2: Miss will go over to Saul. Mm-hmm. Do you want me to stay out here? Or do you want me to go in there with you?
1: I wouldn't mind the
4: help. Saul Gensis, I'll leave it up to you. Saul Ginzis.
2: So she's going to go in. <laughs> what have you done?
4: Will I help or distract you? What have you done?
1: Saul has mixed emotions about that still. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. he might, you know, given the opportunity. If, if we went in there and Char Ginzis passed out, Saul might just claim an ear, you know. <laughs> but also, Saul would uh, – I mean, he's open to any help he can get, but he's thinking about channeling Paylor. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if Chargenzus can really help that. Um, perhaps – I guess Saul, Saul would be like, um, yes, Chargensis, why don't you try first? Let's see what we're dealing with.
4: Okay. Well – I'll do what I can. Like I said, though, I could do more with a rest, but without a rest, I can still do some.
3: The door opens. Vic on high says, enter in and good luck. Uh, Saul goes in.
2: Honestly, I don't know how much help Miss will be. I just didn't really feel comfortable leaving Saul. You
3: don't have to, you don't have to give an explanation. I know. Just just... Mo- you can just be moral support. It's fine.
2: I'm here for you, brother.
3: I'll be immoral support. Exactly. You all step inside. The room is empty, except for a small, single bed against the wall on the back left side of the room.
0: It's not a queen bed?
3: There is a figure lying on the bed, covered in blankets, up to her waist. Kneeling beside the bed is the enormous and tall figure of King terenjord You all step into the room. As you approach the king and the figure lying on the bed, you smell something rotten. Oh, gosh. Oh, that's not good. There is a, a scent of death in the
1: room. Saul is like trying to be the best doctor in his mind, and he's thinking about the dagger mm-hmm. of Enraia and just cutting off whatever's dying.
3: Mm. Saul, you and Vance specifically, notice more, though, than just the smell, you can sort of sense a a wrongness. Oh, no.
2: That's not good.
3: King Jord stands as you approach. I see you have
5: made it. Tell me, Prince, what can you or this human do for my wife?
1: Your Highness, I and Sir Vance perhaps, have access to magics that no one in the hells possesses at this time. Is that so? If it is the Forsaken, if it is their darkness that courses through her veins, perhaps, and again, I, I can't say this more than enough, I can drive it out using those specific magics.
5: How am I to know that your magics will not hurt my queen?
0: That's a good question.
1: I'm sure it will definitely be a painful process.
3: You see his jaw clench.
1: Know this. I stand in the Quaking Circle, one of the few from the Burning that ever has, literally here to ask for help. If I were to do your queen harm, it does me no good.
5: I suppose... A beggar cannot be a chooser.
1: Yeah, and platitudes are stupid, so you shouldn't say
5: them. (laughs) The fact is quite simple. She is dying, and you have seen, I assume, what happens to those devils that are slain by these Forsaken. They are not reborn.
1: The Forsaken has brought mortality to the hells. I've witnessed it.
5: I have not witnessed anything like it in eons. Only one did I ever know with the power to slay a devil. (laughs) Oh no. And what little wimp was that? Do as you will. See if you can help her. If you can, I, as I promised, I will hear your
3: request. He takes a step back, crosses his arms, and just looks at the four of you. Take a look. It's in a, in a book. book.
2: Okay, I got a question. Reading rainbow. So, are they doing like a ability check? Probably.
0: I can't do okay anything because I would
2: like to bardic <laughs> inspiration. Um, I'm just saying who it- is
3: stepping forward. They can use that on an ability check.
2: Okay, I was just I'm throwing that out there because I do want to do that.
3: Um, Saul will ask for it specifically
1: Before he rolls anything
3: Right 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 right. So you are all stepping forward What is going to be happening here What do you do Your highness What is your bride's name Joe So you can all see as you step forward The queen She is dark skinned Much like her husband Uh, Her hair is a golden color But she is very thin Her cheeks are sunken in her eyes are... Her eye, her eye sockets are also like sunken in. Uh, she does not look well. Her breaths are shallow. And you can see a patch at her waist on the right side of her... like where her stomach would be. What? A large like wound. Uh, on The right side of her stomach is what I mean. You, know, you see a, like a, a covering, a wound covering on the right side of her stomach. It is sort of blackened looking. Not like it's supposed to be black, like it was white bandages and it's turning sort of black. You ask what her name is. He says
5: Her name is Shaylin Teal Queen of the Kingdom of Earth and Stone Shaylin Teal
1: My darling queen and Saul walks up. Is she out? Is she passed
3: out? She is not uh, responding in any way. She seems unconscious, breathing shallowly.
1: Saul says, may I remove the bandage? Looking at the king. Do as you must. Uh, Saul does just that.
0: You have any king's foil? Athelas. He pulls out Athelas,
1: and he sings an elvish song about Gilead.
3: You bring out, uh, or you, you, you reach down and you begin to peel back the wound, and she flinches and... Uh, cries out. Okay, you pull the wound back. It is a uh, a puncture wound. It's sort of split crossways, almost like an X. And it is uh, there is a sort of black ecor oozing out from it. In fact, when you pull the uh, the the wrappings from the from the covering back, it is connected to the wrapping. It reminds Saul of the sort of dripping, oily blackness that makes up these forsaken beasts. It is stringed between her body and that rep. Okay. He uh, looks at Char.
1: us hmm. perhaps try yours first and see if the
0: wound reacts at all to your magic. Okay. It, spoiler alert, it does not. Char. Yeah, we'll see.
4: Casts. That one's probably not a Magic good idea. missile.
3: Uh, what? A chill touch. <laughs> what? Is it chill touch? Are you gonna cast chill touch? No. Oh, uh, i
4: Animate dead. I'm just kidding. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Now I was looking at false life, mm. but it's it's just temporary hit points. Yeah. So, which is what I thought. But I'll cast cure wounds at the third level.
3: Third level.
4: Ah, uh, what? Okay. That's Carter cauterize 3d8 plus 4. 3D. Go
3: ahead and roll me a 3d8 plus 4.
4: 26. That was very good. 7, 7, and 8. Nice.
5: Nice.
3: Okay. You cast Cure Wounds. Do uh, you place your hands, like, over the wound?
5: I
4: keep my distance.
3: It requires touch. Uh... <laughs> You don't have to touch the wound, I'm just saying just however you want to do that.
4: He's like standing
0: out as far away as he can and like barely touching her.
4: I touch kind of around the wound because I don't want to get the mm-hmm. fester. I want to start mm-hmm. from healing from health into blight. He start-
3: I understand.
4: <laughs> he, he start- You're like
3: trying to push the health from the rest of her body toward the wound. Just just kneading it in like dough. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Char, you cast Cure Wounds. What was the total of your hit points again? 26. 26 is pretty good. So uh, the wound immediately begins to uh, close in. Uh, oh. <laughs> you know, it, oh, look it, it, at it, this, it, guys. It, you're, you're channeling your magic into her, uh, you know, around the wound, and you see it do just like it generally would. It's it's closing in. It seems to be getting smaller and smaller. Just when it seems that maybe the wound would close, and he'll completely she lets out a scream and she writhes back like pushing back on her shoulders against the bed and her stomach pushes upward and when it does the, the wound rips open again Ew. and just a burst of more of that black ecor comes gushing out of the wound uh, and she is writhing on the bed King Jord rushes forward placing a hand on her shoulder and he cuts his eyes back at you Sure.
4: So I was like, yeah, you should probably kill him. <laughs> it didn't quite have the effect I expected. It started to work, and it didn't. This is beyond my basic magic. Uh,
5: I told you, fools, that all of our healings had done nothing. Do you not think we have tried what you just tried? Is this a waste of my time? Well, Shall I have you returned to the surface immediately? We have...
4: No, see... It did something, it just didn't stick.
5: Hush, (sighs) Chargenzis.
4: I'm (laughs) Chargenzis. That's perfect. I love it.
1: Go ahead. Servants, Misk. Yes. I intend to reach for (sighs) great magic, and I could use your assistance. Servants, would you be willing to reach out as well? Mm -hmm. I can try.
3: Okay, so let's talk about this just over the table for a second. Saul, your plan is for you and Vance to both try at the same time to summon the power of Pelor and expel whatever poison is inside this woman from her body, basically. This is correct. And Misk, your plan is to assist. Yes. And your plan to assist is to give Bardic Inspiration, correct? Yes. So, um, how are you going to try and accomplish that? Who, me? Mm Mm-hmm. Probably using your loot.
2: Yeah, she pulls up a chair and gets her loot out. Well, first Mm -hmm. she gets Flicker out and puts him on her shoulder. Okay. And she sits down in the chair and gets her loot out and Uh starts tuning it. Okay. And then she's just waiting for Saul to tell her when.
4: Remarkable.
0: She's going to be David and the the wound is going to be
3: Think so. <laughs> yeah, the wound is going to grab a javelin and try and kill Felicia. Oh, crap. I
2: wouldn't doubt it. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you never know, I right now.
3: I mean, with all the stuff
1: spraying out of it, it could
3: happen. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's just a spear of spray. Okay, um, so what? How? How do you guys plan to do this? Saul's. I mean, he's going to use his. Uh, he's
1: he's going to use his lay on hands pool Is what he's going to do. But okay, logistically, he wants to channel divinity. Yeah, he's wanting to channel divinity, lay on hands. Um, basically, he wants miss
3: divine sense, divine smite, uh, sacred oath. Uh, I'm sorry, go ahead. I mean, yes. ahead. it's lay I'm on hands.
5: <clears throat> yes. I'm going to
3: use oath. I'm going to
0: use oath breaker spells. Which, and
3: which channel divinity are you?
0: Ability score improvement.
3: <laughs> Which channel divinity are you looking at? The emissary of peace. You augment your presence with it. You can augment your presence with divine power. You can give yourself a plus five bonus to charisma. Okay, that's probably not going to help. Is you. that
1: the only channel divinity? Channel to have? divinity
3: to rebuke those who use violence. These are your two channel divinities. Neither one of them are going to help you logistically. You're laying on hands is fine. What what you're looking at here is you're looking at. I'm probably going to require a check. Okay. Because you don't have a a spell that I'm seeing here that is specific for this particular yeah, thing. Yeah, I really don't. And even if you did, I would still probably require a check because it's not just... It's, she's not poisoned. I mean, he's really saying?
1: wanting to take... He's really wanting to use religion, I guess, is what it is. He's going to be using his lay-on-hands pull, but he's going to be reaching out to Paylor and basically saying that... Uh, right. I need... For me to beat the Forsaken in the Hells, I need the Quaking Circle, which means I need your help. Only you can do this. Only you can make this happen.
3: Okay, so are you and Vance both going to pray while you're trying to use your Leon hands? Absolutely. Okay. Prayer meet. So basically you step forward. You're, You're kind of leading this show. Tell Vance what you want him to do.
0: Vance, would you get on the other side of her, please? I take out a flask of oil. Mhm.
3: And put a drop on her forehead. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that's good with me. Yeah, I'm for. I'm good. Yeah. Go ahead.
1: Um. So, I know you've only spoke to him a little, but recently,
0: I think we should probably pray. Are you coming up with the words? <laughs>
4: Popcorn prayer. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: we taking turns or all at once or we pray silently, do we have to say it out loud?
1: I mean, it's whatever works, I, I will speak, and if you feel the need to speak, you could speak too.
3: So the way that we're going to do this logistically is Alicia is giving or sorry, Misk is giving you Bardic inspiration. Which can be used for an ability check. Um,
1: for Misk in particular, it, it's probably Saul being like, uh, you should play something so that he doesn't necessarily understand that we're reaching out to a god of Manumi to help us. That's a good
3: plan.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I don't really understand yeah. what you're saying. He's Dude, saying like by I'm just by you playing, playing the oh, okay, king yeah. hear everything they're saying. Okay, that
3: makes sense. Yeah. He does uh, so. Vance in praying is going to be assisting. Uh, that is going to give Saul, who I assume is taking point, He is to. He's going to. You're, you're going to have advantage because of Vance's assistance. He's helping you by providing the help action. He's giving you advantage on the check, and Felicia's giving you bardic inspiration. Mm-mm. Yes. So this is helping your odds. Nice. I need an eighteen. You're not supposed to tell him.
0: My God.
3: I'm just being up front with you. I need an eighteen. Okay. Now, now finish the
0: prayer.
2: So Misk will just start playing something very soothing. Mm-hmm. Something, a song that nobody's heard. She just kind of made it up. Just, a,
3: just a soothing tune. Yeah. A little ditty. Okay. Yep.
1: Um. So basically Saul and Vance are kneeling over her with the, their hands on each side of the wound. Okay. And um, he reaches out and touches that godly magic and like fills the pool like he normally does when he uses his lay on hands pool. Mm-hmm. And he's going to uh, I mean as humble as Saul can possibly speak to anyone um, he's just going to start saying Paylor and say it more than once just mm-hmm. Paylor Paylor God of the sun Paylor And he like uh, Reaches over and like grabs Servance's wrist And he's like I need your help If we are to fight the forsaken We must save this queen Please help us Paylor If you can hear me All the way here in the hills If you can give me any of your power Now is the time and I'm going to burn my lay on hands pool. Okay.
3: So, I need a religion check.
0: Religioso.
3: Alright,
1: so I was going to roll it publicly on the Discord, not telling anybody mm-hmm. what it is, but just putting it out there so we can just kind of all see what happens at the same time.
2: Are you sure?
3: I mean, (laughs) yeah. You sure you don't want to? You sure you don't want to like, you know, like not do that so you can lie? Exactly. Exactly.
1: I mean,
3: this is tense, guys. Do I I have inspiration? Because if I have it, I'll use it. You Uh, you don't have inspiration, but you have advantage.
2: Yeah.
3: Vance, Vance's help is giving you advantage. Where are you rolling it? Advance touch. the main stream of the NBH
1: podcast. They all know oh, it's about to God. happen.
2: Oh, gosh! God. Oh,
1: dear God. Oh, no. So.
3: Sh- roll one. Can I roll both in the same time or I can roll one, right? It's up to you. You can. You can. Um, I don't. I'm not sure what the command is for that. Okay. So I'll roll one and then roll one. Advantix. All right. So I just hit D exclamation point. Exclamation point first. Twenty. Twenty. Oh exclamation exclamation point! D twenty. D. Jeffrey.
1: (laughs) 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 Woo! Woo! Here we go. Are you boys ready?
0: What it gonna be?
3: Here's the first one. Only one. We're
2: not ready.
3: It's a one. I bet.
2: (gasps) Oh Oh, my my
5: god! Eight two. Go ahead. Oh my god.
3: Austin has the eyeballs in here. With advantage. Yeah, go ahead and give me another. Oh my gosh. Just just in case we get a critdle out here.
0: Oh Warning. But it's a 20! Oh my gosh, you hey, rolled a natural
5: 20!
3: <laughs> Are you serious?
5: Holy oh right crap! <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs>
3: this is incredible. Whoa. Morning.
1: <laughs> Morning.
3: <laughs> okay. All right. I'm, I'm leaving the discord. Okay. Oh, my gosh, guys. Natural uh, 20. You, you can thank Vance for that. Um, For that nat 20. Oh, my
2: gosh. You didn't even didn't need the bardic. Need, yeah,
3: didn't even need the bardic. Wow. Well, you got it for 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah, you
2: got it for 10 uh, minutes. Just
3: in case. Okay. Uh, you, Saul, and you, Vance, So you feel a a warmth in your chest. uh, And as you do, it is a familiar sensation to what occurred back in the fight against Dufon Ray. Uh, When you were first encountering, when you first stood toe-to-toe with Howler. Two great fiery wings grow out from your back. They spread wide. And that light shines down over this queen like a cone of sunlight coming off of your wings. Your hands heat with a warmth from this sunlight over the wound. Vance, your chest burns bright again with that large golden symbol of Pelor. Uh, And that power channels bright white down through your arms as well. And between the two of you over the wound on this woman, the black thick ecore inside this wound starts bubbling out, and you can almost hear a sort of shrill noise coming from it. It seems almost like small fingers of black liquid trying to crawl their way out of this hole, and the sun begins to burn it. It's boiling and sizzling, and as it pours out of the wound, it is burnt away by the light and the heat of your power. And after a few very intense moments, the light dims. The woman, the queen, lets out a sharp intake of breath. And then she lets out a long sigh. (sighs) And then she is breathing soundly and sleeping.
1: Saul like wipes the sweat from his head. Thank Paylor. And he looks up at Sir and smiles.
0: I just look down.
1: What?
5: Did you just What did you do? What was that?
0: Hey, do you think we should like um spoiler bar those messages, some of them? Mm. What did we say? Which one? So this is <laughs> Nat 20. Rolling
4: to save the queen's life. Here we go. <laughs> 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 they, have, they don't know what it is it's funny if we have all the talk in the show where we say we're gonna roll this in the discord <laughs> they
3: might remember that yeah that yeah i mean it's it's like those spoilers without context like yeah they have no idea yeah. what's going on this could be to right now to dance at the dance party but later we can when we reference it some of them will be like holy crap i saw that it'll be a really cool thing so yeah, yeah well. i think i think it'll be cool i
0: it will be. You cool. know what's funny? Right before Jeremy said, "Oh boy, here we mm-hmm. go," and then was about to roll the message. Right before that was trackpad, and it says, "Ah, spoilers." <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs>
3: uh,
4: okay, good old pack trad. Pack you trad. did it. <laughs> it's a hey, trackpad.
3: A hey, trackpad. Um, <laughs>
4: Austin
0: said, "Can't wait to find out what the rolls." <laughs>
3: <laughs> you did it.
1: So. Whoo. That was nervous. What was this?
4: Char says, we did it, guys.
3: My king, we have saved her life. He comes forward and he kneels, taking her hand, and he says, she is warm. He uh, turns and puts a hand over the wound, and uh, he's kind of rushing his hand over the wound. As he is, you can see that it is just closing up, and it closes
5: completely. Nice. I do not understand how this is possible, but thank you.
1: Good king, the same magic that heals the wounds of the Forsaken is the same magic I can take to the heart of the Forsaken.
3: He stands, uh, he turns facing the
5: four of you. Perhaps it was fate that brought you to my doorstep. Please, if you wouldn't mind, rejoin Vic outside. I must tend to my queen for a few moments longer, and then we will speak. You have my word.
1: Saul bows graciously mm-hmm. and uh, walks up to Miss and goes, thank you.
2: I've got your back, Saul.
3: Yeah, with a knife. Shut Savage, that was a tender moment.
2: And
0: I say,
4: you're welcome.
2: I bow and walk out with Saul.
4: And Char? Char just kind of stays awkwardly no, like.
2: No, Misk looks in the door and says, Come on, come on, Char. Let's go. Char, uh,
4: Char follows them out.
3: You all step outside. Vic Conhai is waiting nervously. He addresses you as soon as you step out and shut the door. Well, well what, what uh were you, you able to, to do, do anything? anything? Uh
1: Saul walks up to him. Yes. Servants and Well, basically everyone but Char was able to help, yes.
3: It's not fair. I helped. So not fair. Char helped.
5: When When you say helped, what do you mean? Is she going to be all right? Did Did you, were you able able to heal heal her?
1: Vic, your queen has been made whole.
3: He looks incredibly relieved. He places a hand on your shoulder.
5: It It seems that that I was wrong wrong about you. Prince, what did the king say?
1: He'll be with us shortly.
3: Uh, I'll lead you to his ro- his his rooms. There is a uh, there is um, um, a meeting room there, a place where the four of you and I suppose any uh, all of you, your friends or your acquaintances here, can go and wait for the king. He will he will see you very soon. It's where he'll want to speak.
4: Will there be food?
3: We can provide sustenance.
4: Yes. Ah, tonight we dine in the hells. Do you have orange juice?
3: We have the most tender of rocks. I didn't know there were dwarves here. La, 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 la. I'm just kidding. They don't eat rocks.
4: Gorons, if, if you you'd like, like to follow me. me.
3: He he continues to take you all through like the back ways still with it, until he speaks with the king specifically. He brings you in a sort of secret passageway that opens up behind a large tapestry inside a uh, a meeting room. There's a big table in the center of the room, a long table with a kingly chair on one end. He tells you all to rest there, and he will go and procure some food for you while you wait. So he goes. Uh, not long after that, he comes back with a uh, like a cart, basically loaded, laden down with some foods, um, and it's assorted meats, like basically like potatoes, root type um, vegetables, if you will, things that keep well underground, and potatoes. Uh, you all eat get your fill about the time that you have you know, had a moment to rest and gotten some food in your belly King Jord steps in through the large door at the end of this hall he looks different than when you first saw him his head is held a little higher he has a bit more of a spring in his step and the smallest of smiles across his hardened face Saul has only barely
1: picked at his food uh, he is more smoking a cigar than eating. Okay.
2: Misk is in flicker and kind of just. <laughs> <show him.
5: laughs>
2: Don't say that, flicker. That's not nice. <laughs> flicker style, you weirdo.
0: Saul smokes a carrot.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Bugs Bunny style. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, King George steps inside. He approaches his seat at the head
5: of the table esteemed guests please tell me what exactly would you ask of a king
1: (laughs) i have been granted the boon of a king only a few times do you mean it anything
5: i will not swear to anything but you have earned the right to make your request known And if it is within my power to grant it, and it is not outside of reason, then I am inclined to grant your request, young prince. After all, I do owe you a great debt.
1: Um, Saul stands up. So, really, I just need perhaps... (sighs) Well, I'm asking for... Quite a sacrifice. I need a distraction.
5: (laughs) A distraction? For what, specifically?
1: Have you seen the giant,
5: headless dragon? Not with my own eyes, but my scouts have reported of such a thing.
1: My intention is to pull away the main army of the Forsaken, to lead them into a trap, or to make them think that we would meet them on open battlefield. In so much that myself, Misk, Servants, Chargensis, and perhaps a few select others could strike at the Headless Dragon directly. Either we lure the dragon itself somewhere that only the dragon can get to, or we lure away the forsaken army long enough for me and our company to go and strike it in its home.
3: He uh, leans back, his arms crossed. What do you know of the
5: forsaken
3: circle itself, young prince?
1: The circle, little to nothing. I used to send my servants there to
5: perish. Yes. All the hells have done such. I can give you some insight. For I have sent a few of my... Rangers. Scouts. To the edge. I've sent them on flying beasts. To try and capture a glimpse. At great risk, many lost their lives but few returned. It seems that the Forsaken consists of only darkness. It is an endless pit of blackness and out from that blackness have crawled these beasts suddenly. Only one other thing stands out. There is recently an enormous black sphere floating above the abyss really? from the reports that I have received these forsaken beasts these soldiers if we will they do not enter it they do not touch it or even approach it
0: lest they die
5: The only thing that has been seen on this sphere is this headless dragon. My reports say that the dragon has been seen entering and exiting the sphere, passing through the darkness like like a bubble. (sighs)
1: That's not good.
5: I don't know what waits inside that
1: thing. Your Majesty, I have something to say, but I will say it only once
5: as you will don't
1: say it Saul looks at um, servants when he says that and uh, draws his rapier and is like holding it so that the the blade is like tucked under his arm and he's putting his hand over the paylor symbol like holding it right And he says my lord the gods of Monumi have a secret. What was chained will be unleashed. Oh my gosh.
2: Why would you do that? You
3: really had to say that? Trying to get full disclosure here. Uh, the room darkens. There is a tangible sort of evil feeling that permeates the room. <laughs> it gets cold. It's almost as if you can hear whispers repeating the words. Um Saul, um, Saul lights his sword, and when you do, the darkness is sort of pushed back from your sword, but it is also pushing. It, it's it's also resisting it. There seems to be almost a like an unseen battle going on between the golden light of your sword and the oppressive darkness that has filled this room but after a few moments the darkness fades, the sword also fades and the king is pushed back from the table
5: and he says what sort of evil is this
1: The god of the gods has been chained, perhaps in the forsaken circle, and he is stirring, and that headless dragon is trying to release him. In fact, it's an avatar of him of some kind, maybe even the living heart of him. Not exactly sure, but I know. That we must strike down that stone at all cost that is in the chest of the Headless Dragon.
5: How do you expect that you will be able to accomplish such a goal? I admit you have power like I have not seen, but power to destroy a god, as you say?
1: Perhaps I don't. Perhaps I just wound it to slow it down. I don't know. I... One man
5: is not enough.
1: I don't intend to go alone.
2: He's not one man. What
5: will you do to help him, princess?
2: Whatever I can. Why sit here and wait? Why sit here and wait to die? So I will do whatever it takes. I don't know if we'll succeed, but we're going to try.
5: You're asking me to risk the lives of all of my people. For your chance.
2: For our chance. Yours too.
0: For your chance. You underestimate our power. And then I pull out my sword. Progress requires sacrifice.
3: Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. I like it. You pull out the sword, um, and he, he looks sort of.
5: Pensively toward it. This blade. Oh, no. Somehow it seems familiar. I can sense a great power coming from it. A strange power.
1: My lord, my sister and I are not the only royalty here. (laughs) Is that so? Saul's putting it all on the table, man.
4: Oh, no. I
0: mean, you might as well. The table, the table's about to break.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: my lord, you have nothing to fear,
3: but in my company... Satsaurus. So you just kind of hear, like, sort of under his breath from behind you.
2: Misk puts her hand on Saul's shoulder.
3: He
1: looks at Misk when she does that. Trying to communicate something, it's your one chance.
2: I don't know if you should say that.
3: Well, I will say this. No one like the only person that howler said anything to is Vance. You may have noticed that he's been hanging back some, but I'm not saying you couldn't put two and two together, but Saul's also like this is it. we're going we're going this is we're going to burn it. So, it's up to you guys. Yeah. Misk is giving you that moment of like are you sure? Right?
2: Yes. Because I'm not sure. I'm kind of a little scared.
3: I mean, I'm a lot of scared, but I think it's our
1: only chance, like but I mean, I think that's what we need to do in the situation is tell
3: him the truth. Hey, you know what? You're, it's Tom. It's if Miss,
2: it. uh, w- Miss looks at you and says, Ar- Saul, are you sure?
3: He smiles
1: and says, I'm never sure.
2: <laughs> and she just nods her head.
1: Your majesty, I present the howler,
3: Tor Mit Vos. King George stands to his feet pushing the chair back and from across the room you hear a (sighs) wonderful and Howler kind of stands, his shoulders are kind of slumped he pulls the hood back and uh, he gives sort of a half-cocked smirk It's been a while, Jordy Oh god, they know each other (laughs) Crap King Jord grabs his maul Like, holds it up, pointing it toward Howler. Uh, Shocked, he says, You should be dead. And Howler kind of chuckles.
5: (laughs) Perhaps I should be. Here I stand. What will you do, King Terran Jort? Will you help us kill a god?
3: And that, I think, is where we will end tonight's episode.
2: Yeah, girl. Boy. Wow. Dang. That was intense.
3: Dang, 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 dang. dang. <laughs> that Discord roll, though. Oh, my goodness. That was incredible.
2: That was intense. Uh,
3: those of you on the Discord, you may recall all of us freaking out over a Nat 20 that Saul rolled some weeks back. That was it. It was to heal the queen, and he did it.
0: That was it. I mean, it wasn't weeks ago, though. It was today. It was
3: today for us, but it'll be weeks ago for you.
0: But it was today, though.
3: But Right, but for the rest of you, it was weeks ago. But it's today. Hey, thank you so much for listening. Uh, This has been Make Believe Heroes. We are your biggest fans. Uh, We're close now to the end, folks. I can smell it coming. Maybe two Perhaps three more episodes. I have to tune in next week to see. You know it's gonna take us like twelve. <laughs> Fourteen episodes later. Yeah, it'll be about thirty episodes. Oh, we close, boys. We close. Ingra. We're gonna have lots of carrots. Lots of, oh no. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh not the not the carrots never again. Now I'm <laughs> a carrot.
2: <laughs> oh my god. <gosh>. Okay.
3: <laughs> I turned
4: myself
2: into a carrot.
4: That's a throwback.
3: A <laughs> deep throwback. Hey guys. We love you. We do love you. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Happy spaghetti. Spaghetti. Bye.
0: Well, Heller, there's this thing on Manumi. I don't know if you have it in the hills. They're known as jorts. <laughs> it's like blue jeans, but they're cut off. Is that where this king's name comes from? Hair in uh, Jorts, <laughs> <laughs>
1: and we all die. We're all dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this has been Make Believe Heroes, an actual play, Fifth Edition Dungeons Dragon Dragons podcast, <laughs> <laughs> and
5: Darn that's jorts. it. <laughs> jorts. <laughs>
4: Don't ever ask a devil about his jorts.
2: (laughs) Oh my
5: god. Now
4: I'm imagining all the devils just wearing jorts cutoffs.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's the special Only uh, in the Quaking uh, Circle. Uniform (laughs) of the Quaking Circle, yeah. It's just like (laughs) thick armor and jorts.
2: (laughs) Please. Please let that be canon.
4: Oh my goodness.
3: Oh my goodness. Jorts. So Vance.
4: (laughs) It's ruined. (laughs)
3: <laughs> I mean Terran obviously is like <laughs> of Earth right
2: mm-hmm.
3: Jord mm. is I think Swedish for, for Earth
0: maybe wonderful Terran Jort's